BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Well, hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Us Weekly's entertainment director, Travis Cronin, and you're tuned into Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast, the show where we break down all of the hottest celebrity gossip stories of the week, the weird, the fantasical, the one that made us chuckle. Um, And I could not do this by myself, because again, that would just be me, a crazy person by himself at home, screaming into the void. So luckily, I am joined by my two amazing guests host, Arbiter Beauty and Style at Us Weekly for a while now, and again, face never looking more snatched, it's Gwen Flamberg. Well, hi, guys. I love screaming into the void with you, Travis. I do. I do. Thank you for that glowing introduction. Glowing, because I do glow. It is glowing. And speaking of glowing, baby woman Sarah Huron is glowing today. Maybe it's the Florida sun. Maybe it's the more ginger in her hair. You are looking great today. She is a deputy baby woman. Please address her as such as she's worked for these titles. Hi, Sarah Huron. Hi, I think it's the sunburnt forehead. With um, yeah. a little bit of sunscreen and super glow uh, residue giving me a glow. <sighs> Together, the three of us are the poster children for Taylor Swift's song, Be Jeweled. Be Jeweled, best believe. Yes, we are. Before we get into the news, let us go around and do our woes of the week. These are the stories that just stood out to us and had a little something extra special that we wanted to talk about. Ben Flamberg, what was your woe of this week? Well, get out the smelling salts, you guys, because it is Haute Couture Fashion Week in Paris. And the designers and celebrities are not disappointing. Everything got kicked off earlier this week at Scaparelli. I'm sure you guys saw it because the women on the runway, which included Naomi Campbell, Shalom Harlow, like old school, amazing yeah. Glamazon models from the 90s. And of course, in the front row, Kylie Jenner wearing dresses and designs, but incorporated animal heads. Of course, they were not real animal heads. They were created out of paper mache and the like. But Kylie with a lion headdress, King Kylie, I mean, was anything better? Also at that same show, Doja Cat walked in as the lady in red. Dante's Inferno come to life. 
entirely painted in red, covered in 30,000 Swarovski crystals. The look was done by none other than our godmother, mother, everybody else, Pat McGrath, using 30,000 Swarovski crystals over five hours. Just an absolutely wild look. The craziness continues at Victor and Roth. The dresses were upside down and models couldn't see. I mean, this is a sight to behold, guys. And there are so many A-list celebrities in the front row this season. So you know what to do. Go to usmagazine.com slash stylish and read all about it. And I love that PETA was so for these dresses. They were like, we love this because you use paper mache. We don't care that you look like you're wearing animals. Just don't kill one to do it. Not everybody was so enamored. Carol Radziwell, former Real Housewife of New York, who, um, you know, is a big animal rights activist. She uh, put on her socials that she thought that it was just very amorphous. That it was like, even though they were fake, you're still glorifying big game hunting and animal heads. And um, there's a little bit of controversy, but haute couture is meant to bring over the top looks. And this was the most over the top since before the pandemic. And I'm here for it. And most of the fashion world is with me. You know, I thought the biggest controversy from that show was when Irina Shank, baby uh, Bradley Cooper's baby mother, turned the yep. corner and her and Kylie were wearing the same dress and Uzima and Kylie. And it's, you can't really tell if she knew that was going to happen. It seems like she didn't really know it was going to happen. Also, <laughs> the pictures of her trying to take selfies with the lion head and Doja Cat giving looks out of her eye was just, that's good meme worthy. It's very unusual of- for a celebrity in the front row to be wearing a dress from the current collection that's going down the runway. So that's why that got so much attention. Personally, for me, the dress, the moment was Shalom Harlow in the White Leopard. Mm -hmm. That was the one that really like... It's been a while since we've seen her. True. Speaking of Kylie, did we talk about Baby Air? No. Baby Air. Weave that in for your woe of the week, please. Well, Baby Air finally won, made his debut. Kylie had this kid almost a year ago and has not shown his face or revealed his name until this weekend. And the pictures, he is the cutest kid. I mean, they always make cute kids, but that kid is pretty freaking cute. They make absolutely gorgeous kids. I just love all of the controversy surrounding the name. And my favorite bit that I loved, you know, nobody knew how to pronounce it, but my favorite bit was that apparently in Arabic, air means penis. Really? Mm, yes. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just thinking, obviously, stormy goes with air. I thought I thought I was thought it was airy. So I was one of those. But then Kylie commented and clarified it's air, which to me means why put the E at the end to make this extra, you know, confusing for everyone, whatever. But A-I-R-E is pronounced air. And now it's like stormy and air. Like if they have a third, it doesn't have to be lightning or thunder or... Land. Thunder would be great. I think, um, you know, something that has to do with bigger than life itself. I kind of think that that is the vibe that uh, King Kylie is going for. And she manages to, uh, you know, push everyone's buttons. So kudos to her. I thought air sort of was a take on H-E-I-R to be like, this child will be inheriting lots of money. I sort of thought that that was in the name. But, you know, she named him air before spare was a thing. (laughs) I saw the best comment that was killing me the most was people saying, you know, Stormy is calling her brother uh, spare. spare with the A with that capital. And I was like, so true. And also you guys, I'm 
This is so random, but everything I'm reading, I feel like these days is relating to Harry Potter. I mean, is relating to William and in, in Harry. And I'm finally reading the last Harry Potter book. You know, I've been on this journey and there was a line it's in dark. it about Dumbledore and his brother fighting at their sister's um, funeral. And it was like, a, they decided it was like a duel. And I was like, if Dumbledore and his brother are going to get into a physical fight, everyone smile. It's okay that William Harry and Harry did brothers fight, you know? Well said. I mean, I'm so jealous that you're on this journey. So how close are you to the end? Um, I have like 350, 400 pages left of the Deathly Hollows. Oh, it's so good. I I'm took so a break jealous. in between six and seven to read Daisy Jones and the Six because I wanted to oh. be part of that conversation. So I read that right. this weekend. Now, perfect timing for the trailer to come out. I already well, ordered the vinyl. I'm all in on that train now. So I'm, <laughs> I'm reading in 2023. Let's talk about that trailer. It looks and so I mean, good. What a time for Riley Keough, you know? I mean, it's oh, all bittersweet, but Daisy Jones, that's one of my faves. I cannot wait. Can't it's going to be good. I'm so excited. Well, I had like 17 woes there, but on my real one, real quick. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, she hasn't even said it yet. No, in case you haven't been following Austin Butler's Elvis press <sighs> tour, um, which he's really trying to get that Oscar. Speaking of Lisa Marie and the Presley family and Riley Keough, um, obviously trying to get that Oscar for Elvis. He did get the nomination. And in most of his press, he's been kind of, they've been talking about how he landed on this role, how it happens. And he's been referring to the story as one of his friends overheard him singing Blue Christmas when they were looking at Christmas lights. And he keeps using the word friend. And we're like, um, excuse me, we know that it's Miss Vanessa Ann Hutchins, sneaker night, baby V, your girlfriend at the time, partner of 10 years was the one who heard you singing in the car because she's told this story back when they were still together um, on like Kelly and Ryan and all these shows. And she was like, babe, you have to play Elvis, you have to play Elvis. So he's telling all these stories and just keeps saying friend. And we're like, put some respect on Vanessa Ann Hutchinson's name Austin Butler. So he finally did. He did another interview with the Los Angeles Times. And he said, I was with my partner at the time when asked by the journalist if he was in fact piecing about speaking about Vanessa. He said, that's right. We'd been together for so long. And she really had this sort of clairvoyant moment. And I, so I owe a really owe her a lot for believing in me. Like, thank you. It was it was Vanessa. And we knew it. Yeah, of course. I bet you, you better dedicate it to her, the queen of Coachella. So, you know, Wait, Oscar, her as her majesty. you should dedicate this Oscar to Sneaker Night should be playing when he goes on stage yeah. to accept. Be like, I want to accept this role on behalf of her role in High School Musical 2, not one or three, but two. This is for you. When she had to v. go her own way. Yes. Yes. I've never seen acting like that before. Right. Well, my woe of the week is more of it's more rage filled. And I know I know, Sarah, you will understand this a lot. It has to do with Heather Gay from the Housewives of Salt Lake City. This whole premise of the last part of the storyline has been how she got this black eye. They were on a girl's trip. They're staying domestic because Jen Shaw can't leave the country. But they were on a girl's trip and Heather Gay woke up with a terrible black eye. I mean, it looks like she got socked in the face. No doubt about it. So she was playing so coy and be like, I don't know who hit me. I don't know how I got it. And we were to think that they were partying until four in the morning and one of the other women hit her. I thought it was Jen Shaw and she didn't want to give her more legal issues. But it turns out that she was just drunk and fell and hit her face on the kitchen sink, gave her that black eye and she didn't want to admit she's an alcoholic. And why this was my woe this week was because it was such a buildup and just such a letdown, like edging us all season. It was, it just made me go woe for all the wrong reasons. Well, let us get into some of the news of the week. I want to start off with Tom Brady, uh, Mr. Giselle Bunchen, as we call him, and Giselle. So 
I mean, first of all, let's talk about the photos. So uh, Joaquim um, is the jiu-jitsu trainer that uh, Giselle has been spotted with, and they were just spotted riding horses together in Costa Rica. So it seems like there was something going on there. But that's not what I want to talk about what's wild with them. Tom Brady was on an episode of Let It or Let's Go on Monday's episode, and Jim Gray uh, asked him, Brady, about his plans for retirement after the Tampa Bay Buccaneers failed to make the playoffs again this weekend. They made they were in the playoffs, but they but they lost. Okay, failed to make it the Super Bowl. They failed to advance towards the Super Bowl. Great. They are officially unsuper. And he (laughs) was asked, Tom, you're leaving everyone guessing. Um, you'll need to take your time. Do you have any type of timetable as to when you might want to do regarding your football career? Wow, that is a really a mouthful to ask when you're retiring. Um, and then Tom Brady completely snapped at his co-host. He says, if I knew what the F I was doing, I would have already effing done it. He fired back. And then he sort of scaled back and was like, I'm taking it a day at a time, um, trying to fill their awkward silence, silence with laughter. He's like, I appreciate you asking. Thank you. It was very, very awkward. And of course, this um, is on the heels of him getting into a huge fight with Giselle. Sources tell us it was the biggest fight of their relationship and ended it because he wouldn't give up football and focus on their family and let Giselle step into the spotlight and start her own. Now, I, watching this interview and reading it, seemed like he was just wildly insecure and fired back about that guy i was like he's like you're not my ex-wife yelling at me it was just it's sort of a wild time for them and the nerve seems to be very tender for mr for the former mr giselle bunchen i mean it's just so hard to like obviously we don't really know but really hard to believe that he doesn't regret this decision because it was like kind of a lame year for his career he's obviously has such a huge legacy and it feels like to me that he's ruining it because not only did i mean they still made the wild card round like the bucks made the playoffs whatever but they lost who didn't i will yeah but also like he's been like breaking ipads on the sidelines he has this podcast now where he's like dropping f-bombs and like i feel like he's ruining his like tom brady he's like face just keeps like he got all that fat removed that everyone's doing like i just feel like everything that he's known for obviously he's gonna have these records like he's still gonna go down histories whatever but it just feels like day by day he's tarnishing a little bit more of his legacy and like iconicness as also like a family like not only in football on and off the field he kind of was a thing and now obviously off the field's gone because he's breaking all the ipads and got the divorce and whatever and now it's like he's tarnishing his own thing so like why is he now going to go back and try to remedy this so then we look at this as just a bad year but then there's more better years to come is it just an ego thing like i just feel like this was obviously a mistake I think it is 100% an ego thing. I think that what the world is watching is a massive midlife crisis in action. And, you know, people have short memories. So if he continues to keep playing football and like retire a couple more times and come back, he's like the share of the, the share. His farewell tour. Exactly. He, <laughs> he might sort of better himself um, as an athlete, but he blew up his second family like this. There's no going back. Giselle is not taking him back. He just looks like a dumb dumb. And 
Gosh, I hope that he didn't actually get his buckle fat removed. I don't Just think he well. did. I think I he lost a bunch of weight. That's what I think. I think it's he's in turmoil. Me too. I think it's like the concaveness from the turmoil. Or maybe he, he, you know, he's very maybe, angular. Maybe he's on that like diabetes drug that every Ozempic. single celebrity oh, is on. Oh, Ozempic. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of celebrities admitting to being on that that makes you um, see food as, you know, makes you nauseous whenever you're around food. Um, and I heard from a source the that there's a lot of celebrities on it oh. that we don't know about. Everybody's on it. And how about people that we do know about? And how about just celebrities who seem to get thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner, like before our eyes? <laughs> Mindy Kaling. <clears throat> yeah, um, I forget heard that the Kardashians. Well. Like, I think she, Mindy sort of thought she could like go under the radar and nobody would notice. But like, she sure, no other way that, yeah, you're suddenly like have the body of a Kardashian. <laughs> um, but did you read these quotes from Chelsea Handler? Yes. Who said that. She didn't even know that she was on it. Meanwhile, it's an injection. Yeah, I don't get that. She knew that you were taking something and (laughs) come on. And it seems like she got it. No, they're not. It seems like she got it at the place where she like gets her Botox and filler. And they were just like, oh, here, take these (laughs) syringes home with you for like a little like skinifying. That is just you. You don't not know if someone gives you a needle to take home. I'm pretty sure. Do you have type two diabetes or do you? not so are you taking it for cosmetic well, reasons so or do people. you there there are so many people you don't have to have diabetes to take it and everybody that i know like personal friends who did it and they do it literally to lose weight they have the worst side effects and if you're say, somebody, yeah. is this gonna last like when people go off of it oh once you go off it the weight's gonna come you back. Get right uh, back yeah you kind of have to be on it like have we not learned at this point that none of the shit works anymore like you either pay for the surgeries and get your body or do a calorie deficit and work out and eat vegetables and salmon and that's how it works yeah that is but as a nutritionist add that to my list as a lawyer and your general counsel and (laughs) i heard registered dietitian i don't remember what you were talking about but there was some law thing now i don't remember what it was but someone told me that you you needed what was alec baldwin who we are going to talk about as well well thanks for that segue (laughs) let's go to alec baldwin um so i was talking to my dad who is a gun expert and he was telling me about (laughs) the gun that was fired and it was you know from like world war one times he says that it has like If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
sort of like a double cock system and then a trigger. So it really has to be like a very intentional shot. This isn't like a new gun where you can sort of just like clickety click the back and then pull the trigger. This is from a long time ago. So you have to do like a lot of steps. I'm not saying it's a musket, but like there's a lot of steps to like have it to get to fire. So it was just a little strange, like talking to my dad about that with all that had to go through. And again, we were confused and we needed our general counsel because we don't understand how it's not the armor on set. But we did hear a little bit. So the Santa Fe County District Attorney, Mary Carmick Alwithis, Alwis, um, and Special Quarter Andrea Reeb announced that Alec Baldwin and the armorer, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, will both be charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter. Found, founding the death um, of Sophia Hutchins, who was killed, uh, and that was October 2021, on Rust. Now, there's no charges being filed to the film's director, who was also injured during the incident. Um, but they said the charges will formally be filed before the end of the month. Now, after the announcement of charges, the um, Al Baldwin's attorney called them a terrible miscarriage of justice. He says the decision distorts um, Helena Hutchins' tragic death and represents a terrible miscarriage of justice. He said Mr. Baldwin had no reason to believe that there was a live bullet in the gun or anywhere on the movie set. He relied on the professionals with whom he worked who assured the gun did not have live rounds. We will fight these charges and we will win, his lawyer added. Now, it's just, it's so strange. So attorneys for the district attorney said, um, Hannah is, and I was always... Ben, very emotional and so sad about the tragic incident. Um, and she did not commit involuntary manslaughter. And it's just a weird thing. But that's not why Alec Baldwin was in the news this week, everyone. That's just his, <laughs> that's just what was going on behind the scenes in a recap of last week. Um, Alec Baldwin posted, uh, he was forced to change the caption of a photo he posted of his wife, Hilaria Baldwin, um, uh, getting a back rub from their six year old son, Leo, after fans called it sexually suggestive. Now, his first Instagram post, he said, um, the old let me give you a back rub ploy, which prompted followers to call him out for his weird, uh, for his word choice. Uh, that's pretty effing weird are the comments. It's, it's really strange. Um, but I mean, I didn't, I didn't think it was that bad, but it's a little weird to be like, your son's coming on to mommy with the old back rub trick. So he changed the caption, luckily. <laughs> I mean, the hilaria of it all, it just obviously makes this whole thing just like Alec Baldwin being charged with involuntary manslaughter and then hilaria like talking to paparazzi in her fake accent, accent and yeah. like going places in public, holding one of the kids and like talking about how they have seven kids and like low key, I feel like showing up to places that she knows she's going to be able to give these declarations of how crazy this is. And it's like, stay home. There's a lot going on, hilaria. Like, I don't know. This is just, it's too much. And it's like, are the kids now, you know, posting things like that? So now that's what we're talking about versus like these charges. Like it's just so layered and so they're the worst. But all of this, it's like, exactly. Stay home and Alex stay off social media. Like now yeah. is not the time to try to be gaining attention or diverting attention. It's like, just lay low. Right. And Hilaria Baldwin, when she was talking to paparazzi, also seemed to reference this big Reddit conspiracy theory that she has faked all of her pregnancy. 
theories <laughs> and she's sort of yes there is a reddit conspiracy theory that like tried to point out her fake baby bumps and said that she did not actually carry any of them mainly because i think she looks so good after she gives birth but i think that's it's just the ozempic the it's the ozempic um <laughs> and you know the yoga training and ozempic combo but she also like how you say cucumbers yeah just eating cucumbers como se dice ozempic <laughs> <laughs> in my um, legal opinion which is obviously a joke everyone i'm not a lawyer um but i don't think this is going to i think he's gonna get off because from what i understand of the, the prosecutor is saying that like he is responsible because like he's also a producer on the movie and like he should have known this and i think that there's going to be examples of like other cases yeah. and like other actors and producers who are not the gun safety person on the set who were not held responsible. Um, but that's just my take. I think that the charges are a statement for sure. And I, I do kind of, I, I mean, I don't know, whatever the judge made that statement, you're an actor. I don't care. So there's something to be said for that. And we've seen, we yeah. see that happen sometimes, but I don't think he's going to go to jail for this by any means. I think if anything, he's going to get like community service and a really big fine. But what do I know? It's kind of like when people, celebrities kill people with their car, as I refer to it as your Matthew Broderick, your Caitlyn Jenner, your Rebecca mm-hmm. Gayhart. These people don't Brandy. go to jail. Yes, yeah. Brandy. They they involuntary manslaughter. They usually yeah. pay hefty fines and yep. do some sort of service. Um, if he even gets that far, because I also imagine Alec Baldwin has quite the legal team on his yes. on his side. So we'll see. Thank you, General Counsel, for leading us there. Court that dismissed. makes sense. I like your use of precedent <laughs> with other celebrities who have involuntary killed people and that they got off because lives rent free. Lives good. Good. I'm glad you have that section of your brain, uh, you know, quarantined off for all of the celebrities that have killed people. Well, let us go on to a very bittersweet day. It is the funeral for Lisa Marie Presley. Um it's really, really sad. Um, she was the only child of Priscilla and Elvis, and she's survived by her mother and her three daughters. Um, and Lisa Marie is, of course, the mom of Riley Keough, as we talked about, whom she shared with Danny Keough. Um, Danny and Lisa Marie were also parents to Benjamin, um, who sadly died of suicide in 2020 at age 27. Mm-hmm. Now, Priscilla spoke to the masses. Everybody was invited to uh, this memorial service and paid their respects for her and Elvis Presley's daughter, um, who died on January 12th when she was 54. Uh, her mother took the podium and spoke about her daughter's life and her love for her children, daughter Riley and her twin daughters, Finley and Harper Lockwood, her late son, Benjamin, and Priscilla read a message from one of her granddaughters who spoke about their love for their mom. She said, I'm going to read something that my granddaughter wrote for you, for all of you. I have no idea how to put my mother into words. The truth is that there are too many. Lisa Marie Presley was an icon, a role model, a superhero to people all over the world. She was my mama, was my icon, my role model, my superhero in so many more ways than one. Now, this emotional ceremony was attended by Elvis star Austin Butler, Sarah Ferguson spoke, Bill Corgan, and Axl Rose, Alanis Morissette um, all performed. Um, and was, of course, Lisa Marie was laid to grass at Graceland along her son, her father, and other family members, including Elvis's parents, uh, Vernon Gladys, and his grandmother, Minnie Mae. Um, and it's, it was a really like sad, but I watched some of the clips and it was really heartwarming to hear everyone speaking at her. So again, really bittersweet day. And Priscilla just looks incredible. Even if you look at the photos from the Golden Globes, which was right before Lisa Marie tragically passed, 
Lisa Marie and Priscilla almost look like sisters, not mother daughter. Mm -hmm. Priscilla Presley has sort of preserved herself quite well. Um, Just super sad. And I don't know, there's more people buried at Graceland than like the footprint of the house. It's very small. It's very small area, but it will be very nice that fans can go and visit those graves. And I think one of the bigger headlines from the services was the reveal that Riley has a daughter too. Mm-hmm. Her husband, yes. I believe, spoke on her behalf. Um, yeah. And revealed that they, you know, quietly or as we say, secretly welcomed a daughter at some point. They're not really giving many details, but um, so Lisa Marie was also a grandma. And again, as we said at the beginning, you know, tragic timing for a lot of reasons, but not to mention the fact that Riley Keough is kind of going to probably have this huge moment as Daisy Jones yeah. in this very popular book and the show comes out in March. So sad, but also maybe gives her something to focus on. Hopefully maybe they got to watch the episodes as a family. Not that that's the most important thing, but, you know, a huge moment in her career because yeah. I didn't really, I'm not overly familiar with her work before this. Like I knew oh, she was so. amazing. And um, what's that? It was like a Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, but no, no, she that was one. also in was good, um, like the girlfriend experience season oh, one. Oh yeah, that and was she great. Is, she's a brilliant actress. I think that this is going to be very cool because it will showcase her singing, and it's the first time that people will see that she actually has those those Elvis chops, those jeans. So she does. Oh yeah, sad, sad, super bittersweet. I know. I interviewed her at Sundance because that premiered at the Girlfriend Experience. And she was mm. just so cool, too. Cool. Uh, like, warm and inviting, but cool girl. And usually you don't get that all in the same package. There has to be some just cool you get by being one of Elvis's relatives that's, like, just you're born with that you can. And then it's what you do with it, I guess. As I would Gustin imagine. Butler. Yes. yes, you would know. As someone who's, you know, become him. <laughs> It is. Well, let us move on and talk about the uh, <laughs> the most scandalous new couple in the country. I'm talking about by Amy and TJ. Now, uh, baby woman, Sarah Heron, I know you're on GMA3 Watch and I know the answer, but are they back on GMA3? They are still not back on GMA3. We are coming up on almost two months of them off the air. February 5th will be two months since GMA pulled Amy and Tej from the air, but that's not stopping them from, you know, making out at Irish bars and seeing each other. Um, Obviously, we had sourcing saying that they are very likely to be out. Um, And we obviously have heard that they are lawyering up. Um, And there's also like about a thousand other women, not that's a hyperbole, but a handful of other a women good, who have good amount who have alleged that they had um, relationships with TJ in the last, you know, however many years he's worked at ABC, including one that was like an intern. So that's not a great look. This is the morning show come to reality. <laughs> yes. Wow. 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 It is. And Sarah, you're right. They have been spotted. Well, they're in Miami right now and they were spotted getting drinks at an Irish pub, uh, the full shilling bar in case you want to visit a historical site in the financial district uh, close I'm to TJ's apartment. Please do the full shilling. See if you see them. Um, and when you're there, this is how they entered. They were pictured arriving and leaving the pums, pub separately, but they enjoyed drinks inside the bar's private seating area. Um, and 
it's just sort of wild because a source did tell us that the decision has been made upstairs at GMA3, ABC, whoever is making those decisions, that they are going to be let go and that Amy and TJ have hired lawyers and are going to try to fight it. And I think it's going to be a lot easier for Amy than it is for TJ since he's having a lot more affairs. And we're also hearing from a source that there's other news interests, uh, news networks who are interested in hiring them as a couple to sort of do a Morning Joe type show. of show, right? Because, you know, Although, Morning Joe, they're like the Democrat and Republican who are married and they do the show together. They oh. want them to have like a couple morning news show. As long as someone has to do a very intense investigation into TJ, we need to make sure these were all, you know, consensual Affairs. Sure. I still don't love a cheater by any means and like justice for his estranged wife and their like 10 year old daughter. Oh, and but it was their 13th time, wedding anniversary over this weekend when oof. they were in Miami. Oof. But at the same time, like I would watch them have a show. Oh, absolutely. It's it's ratings gold. I think we'd all tune in for that. Like see this scorned couple get back together um, to announce the news. I know that's what happened with all three of us. Um, and our last story today is sort of really sad, and it involves um, Jeremy Renner. Did you mm. guys hear about his sad accident? Because it gets sadder. So Jeremy Runner, uh, Jeremy Renner was hit when he tried to stop a snowblow um, from crushing his nephew, officials said. Now, this happened on January 1st, and Jeremy Renner seems to be really not in a great space and very hurt from the snowplow. But it turns out he was doing it to save his nephew and pushed his nephew out of the way and then was crushed by the, dev- the device. The parking brake was not engaged and um, it was one of those snow cats which run on a track and started sliding sideways. And then <clears throat> Jeremy Renner in true Avengers, um, you know, like fashion used it to pull um his nephew's truck his little truck like out of the snow and save him for being run over you know from this gigantic machine and i just thought that that was nice for jeremy renner and i just remember when jeremy renner had his app for fans of jeremy renner who could interact with him and it turned out to be this whole scam and this makes me like him a lot more after that moment because it was just very avengersy i didn't remember that scandal at all oh. but yeah you know he's pretty banged up um from this accident he said that he broke how many bones like something like oh there's a, a really there's a surfeit <laughs> crazy amounts of bones but he was acting as a hero and oh boy i know he was airlifted to the hospital and yeah broke a surfeit of bones i think tbd we will throw the number at you because oh sorry more than 30 bones he yeah. broke in the incident yeah. That is so many. Well, that good job, so Jeremy many. Renner, for being a hero. And uh, we can't wait for you to revive your app now that you are a hero in real life. Well, that is all of the news we have today. Thanks, Gwen. Thanks, Sarah, as always, for being my amazing co-host today. Oh, my computer's falling. Um, and still, <laughs> for me, spill all of this piping hot celebrity. This is Travis Cronin, Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast, with your weekly peek into the glamour glitter fashion fame of your favorite celebrities because after all guys at the end of the day they're on ozempic all on ozempic that's right that's That's right they're all on ozempic consult a doctor and probably don't go on it because you gain the weight back right away all right thanks guys we'll see you next week (laughs) one two 
three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.